This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. Hey there, this is episode three. I thought it was high time I actually talk knitting since actually that's what I spend probably most of my time doing. Readers of my blog will know that in November I had a little bit of a crisis of personal faith. I'm not quite sure what. I like to set myself really ridiculously high expectations and then, you know, freak out when I don't meet them. I decided in November that I totally sucked as a complete human being because I couldn't finish any projects or I very rarely finish projects. Probably that's untrue. Probably that's because I don't keep a record of what I do and don't do. But in November, I decided to set my New Year's resolutions for 2015 and actually start in November and then give myself a pretty good head start, get a decent chunk of stuff done in 2015, sit back and say, hey, I do finish things. That's the plan. And I kind of committed to blogging that. Writer's block happened. Hello, this podcast. So that's kind of the background. One of my news resolutions was to finish a whole bunch of knitting projects that I had started and were in progress in various places in my house. And then to reduce my knitting stash. You can go back through my blog and have a look at my whole tidying up my craft space, actually taking inventory on what my projects are and then figuring out a way of working through those. At some point, I kind of realized that actually stash is totally a fine thing. So I don't know how I feel about that goal to reduce my stash. I feel more like I want to make sure that I cycle through my stash. It's nice sometimes to be able to see a pattern on a Friday night at 10 o'clock at night and go, oh, hey, I want to do that this weekend and actually be able to go and select some yarns to to cast on. That's what I like to do. And actually that happened to me in January, which will be a podcast down the road where I realized that stash is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Anyway, today I wanted to talk about a project that I recently gifted. It had been finished for a while, but I finally finished it and gifted it. And then I felt like I could talk about it. It is a shrug that came from my Knit Crate subscription. Just a quick deviation on knitting subscriptions totally addictive, totally fantastic. There's a whole bunch of subscription yarn services out there. I've been subscribing or joining yarn clubs for about 10 years. All kinds of indie dyers do it and it's a lot of fun to just randomly get sent a yarn every other month or once a quarter. Sometimes you get a pattern, sometimes you don't. A couple of my favorite ones have been Okay, the first one I ever did, which was the Blue Moon Rocking Sock Club. I've been a member a couple of times. I really wanted to be a member this year because this year is their 10th anniversary and you could pay extra and get a really cool tote bag. I just mentioned that I took inventory of my yarn stash. I have a couple of years worth of Rocking Sock Club months still in my stash that I've not started and I just couldn't justify the Rocking Sock Club this year, much to my disappointment, but really, where do you stop? Another great one is the Cookie A Sock Club. I did this one for one year and Cookie A does some amazing sock patterns. She's so worth checking out. If you like intricate lace and you like fancy socks, she is the pattern designer for you. Her Cookie Sock Club is so much fun. You get one yarn, every other month I think so I think there are six in a year you get a choice of two sock patterns one kind of hard one a bit easier and then she gives you two cookie recipes to make I subscribe to that with this romantic idea that I would 
<laughs> light a fire. We don't have a fire. Sit back Friday night, knit gently on my socks, have a nice plate of cookies by my side from the recipe and just quietly, that would be my Friday evening knitting. When I subscribed, my husband said, so I'm doing the baking then. And, you know, look, that's why I married the man. He did bake several of the biscuit recipes. I think I cast on two of the socks and they are in the queue. But that's a really cute subscription. I totally recommend that one. I'm just not very good with follow through, hence the beginning of this podcast. There are some other great ones out there. One that I'm eyeing off is the Space Cadet Productions. Uh, I'm looking at her mini skeins. That might be in my future. And the Mad Tosh Sweater Club I just was looking at too, which looks like a lot of fun. Anyway, Knit Crate was the subscription box that I was doing last year, 2014. And I subscribed with my friend Deb. Promise to myself and Deb was that we would work on that project every other month when it came in. So a lot of them I cast on, some of them I finished, some of them I haven't even cast on. So this year I'm going to be finishing off a lot of my Knit Crate projects. And this one is the Dream in Colour one, which was the Indie Knit Crate for July 2014. It was a Dream in Colour shrug. She got the pattern and you'll be able to find that on Ravelry. And the yarn was Dream in Colour, New Classy Worsted which was just so smushy and gorgeous. I really fell in love with Dream and Colour from this project. I'd never actually seen it in person before, though I'd seen other people using it. It is gorgeous. I balled up my skeins and packed them with needles for London when I went to Worldcon in August. I probably cast on after Worldcon and we were in London for a couple of extra weeks and I knit on this pattern and it's quite quick you have a really large stretch of ribbed and then the ribbed is supposed to fold over into a nice cuff and then you have this lace that is the back and the top of the sleeves. And the lace was pretty easy once you got into the rhythm of it. I discovered really quickly that whilst I love rust as a colour, I just wasn't going to wear this shade of this shrug and so I realised that actually it would look much better on my sister. We have similar colouring, but her skin colour is a little more olive than mine. And I just knew that this would pop on her in a way that it wouldn't on me. So I checked with her if she would wear it. She agreed she would. Couldn't believe I didn't wear the colour. In fact, claimed I was wearing a similar shade to that colour on the day that I asked her. No, I was not. Slightly different shade. So then I made this up according to what she thought she would wear. And in fact, Deb had sewn hers the same way. Basically you knit like it's a scarf but with two ribbed ends and then you seam together all the ribbing and a little bit of the lacing at each end. Voila, it's a shrug. The pattern recommends that you graft the inside on for a stretch of the ribbing so that when you turn it over you've got the cuff. My sister said she would never wear it as a cuff, so I didn't bother doing that and I just grafted it all on one side. I have some photos of that hanging on a hanger to show you what it looks like. I wanted my sister to do me that whole, you know, coquettishly looking over your shoulder so we can look at the shrug on her back, but she has yet to send me that photo. And that is my finished project, gifted, photographed, in my Ravelry, as completed, That is a project completed for 2015. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast, 
a twice-weekly podcast of all things craft, dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays. Join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girlie Jones. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.